Welcome to the Doom Pod. We're back. It's uh, my five-year in comedy anniversary today, um, so I thought, why spend it with comedians when I can be at home uh, recording the sound of my own voice? Um, and so it's lo- lovely to be back. It's lovely to be asked to be back. It's lovely to have good feedback um, for the past few months where I haven't been doing this. Um, a bunch of people that have come to see my solo show have uh, l- listened and have come and see me again which is phenomenal one person asked me to start a patreon so they could keep supporting and so that has been done I, I, there are people that do loads of good stuff on patreon but i uh i will just be doing an extra episode of this every week for that and uh plus a bunch of other stuff I, i'm going to upload old clips and what loads of my emceeing which gets uh, rave reviews if you only see it once. I've got stickers. I, well, I'll be honest, I've printed too many, and so I have stickers um, that I will post to you um, if if you want them. Um, you, I can't force them upon you. Um, but yeah, take a, take a few. I don't really care. If you want to support me, you can. If you don't want to, um, I won't judge you. I'm just happy you're, happy you're here. Take the free content, that's what I, I would do. I've never... I paid for a bunch of patrons during lockdown, um, but then cancel them as soon as I could leave the house. Does that make me bad? Probably. But lovely to be here. Hello. Um, I, I'm, I am filming this, and the filmed version will go on to uh, up onto Patreon for anyone that comes across it. It's it's there for you. Um, but if not, thanks for welcoming me back into your ear holes in 2023. I was flyered this week by a member of the Green Party down here in Brighton, which is an oxymoron. Um, There's no way they should be using paper to get their message across. It's like if the Bassey Dogs Home started taking stray dogs off the street and just tattooing their their calls on them and posting them through letterboxes, that'd be quite bad. Um, I just don't see the point in flying for... What a waste of time it is. What a waste of time to be flying for the Green Party in Brighton. Brighton will always be green because Brighton has no idea what is going on. Flying for the Green Party in Brian is like flying for shit for flies. Like it's just, yep, they were interested in it last time. Yep, they're still interested. Yes, they will always be interested. Here is some shit. I've met a man called Harold at a show recently and he sleeps with a zombie survival kit under his bed. But crucially, Harold doesn't believe in climate change which seems like a massive, massive oversight on Harold. What sort of level of belief do you have to have to believe that zombies could be could be real and are also an imminent threat, but at the same time, the science-based evidence that there's a climate catastrophe on the way just is not enough to prepare for. Ironically, the list of things that he has in his in his box would also be useful for a climate disaster, but he didn't he didn't really care for that. One of the strangest things he had in his box was uh, Jamie Oliver's 30-minute meals. Now, if you're asking me what book would be useful, I, I'd say, I mean, the Jamie Oliver 30-minute meals is probably behind Jamie Oliver's 15-minute meals in the case of a zombie apocalypse, let alone literally any kind of survival book. Um, he also had enough enough rations packed 
um, to last him 12 days, which seems... That's not a lot. That's not a survival kit. That's that's not even a fortnight. I, can't, I just can't believe that there's someone out there who is an adult man who has a job, who works for a company that pays him money, thinks that he's ready to take on a zombie apocalypse with enough food for 12 days, um, as well as some rope, a book which I imagine is only going to be useful for setting uh, a light, and what else did he have? He had uh, no weapons, which is not, no weapons, no weapons in, in old Harold's box. How is someone prepared enough to prepare for a zombie apocalypse, but not prepared enough to sort of do some basic research on what might be required? And also, I feel like it, it takes a it takes a massive ego to believe that you are equipped to to deal with a zombie apocalypse. I just don't think... I don't think he's thought it through. I really don't have that sort of mentality of... Uh, that sort of hero complex of when something's when something's going to happen, I'll be I'll be there at the front line to help. Uh, I think as soon as word breaks, as soon as I see the first news bulletin, even suggesting that there might be a zombie uprising, I'd probably just probably just shoot myself in the head and uh, just make a swift exit. Actually, that's more my sort of style. Um, if I had to have a style, they call it like fight or flight, and I I'm a hundred percent flight. I think. Um, I can think of a couple of examples where I've picked fight, and it it doesn't it doesn't always end well. Um, the the main one that springs to mind is um, I used to work for um, an English school in London. Um, some would call it London School of English, but others would not. And uh, interesting enough, when uh, I applied for the job at this School of English, in the job advert, they had spelt school wrong. And I thought that was like a funny way to sort of get people in um, for their marketing role that they were advertising. And uh, it turns out, no, that was a massive oversight on their end. And they begged me. They genuinely pleaded with me never to, never to tell anyone um, it also turned out that they were interviewing the wrong Dan Jones and they had someone else's CV in front of them um, who was also called Dan Jones that had also applied for the job um, but they still gave it to me that is how good I interview um, I interviewed as someone else for a job ad that shouldn't have been approved and they uh, they gave it to me I actually applied for the job role that was underneath the role that they interviewed me for and then they offered me the role above what I'd be interviewing for, and I also asked them for more money. Um, so not only did I give my get a promotion before it even started, I'd, I got a raise, and that is the power of being a white man. I think. Um, anyway, sidetracked. I used to work at that school, and uh, one day on my lunch break, I was eating a sandwich um, because, you know, I didn't ask for that much of a raise, and uh, I was walking along uh, one of like a sort of a, just sort of a back road that was a slight hill, and as I was walking along this road, there was a white van next to me going slowly but gradually speeding up as it was going down the hill. Um, and what was unusual about this white van um, was that n n nobody 
nobody was in it. And, uh, you know, which is unusual for a lot of reasons. And the van was getting faster and faster as it was going down this slope. And at the bottom of the slope was a uh, was a house, um, someone's home, and a walled sort of, you know, one of those sort of half-walled gardens, where, like front gardens where it's like six bricks high, where a, uh, a little old lady was pruning a bush. Um, completely oblivious to what was happening, um, which was... Uh, a van was out to was out to get her, and uh, I sort of looked around as the van passed me to see if anyone else was doing anything about it. And uh, no, no one was. The only person around was a a sort of young mum pushing a pram. And if she had let go of the pram to go and stop the van, then the pram would have become the van. And you know, we've just got the same problem. Well, probably worse problem. Anyway, so she wasn't going to do anything. And so, um, and I, there wasn't a gun for me to shoot myself in the head at the first sign of a problem. So, um, un- unbeknownst to me and against all my better judgment and all my instinct, I chased after this van and uh, I pulled open the door um, to this empty van and I got in and uh, I had to have a guess at which pedal was the brake pedal. Um, it's not the it's not the far right one. Let me tell you that that is the, that's the go faster one. And uh, so after a brief stint of looking like I was about to murder an old lady, um, I, I slammed on the brake. And as we as we mounted the curb, we the the van stopped maybe about 40, 45 centimeters away. That's a very random amount of. It was close. But it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as close as it would be if it was a movie. Do you know what I mean? It'd be if it was a movie, it would like, you know, touch the, it would just sort of like the nose of the car. Do you call it the nose? You know, the front, the round fronted bit of the car would like kiss the the wall and nothing. But maybe a bit of dust would fall. But it was like 40, good, 30, 40 centimeters away, and uh, I was just relieved because. People throw the word hero around quite a lot, and it's never normally in my direction. But I think if there were more people around, I I would be classed as a hero. And as the as the car settled and I, um, as, you know, just sort of was breathing. I didn't have a seatbelt on, which was dangerous, but I didn't really have time. You ever tried getting into a moving vehicle? Um, it's quite difficult, actually. Um, and then the next thing I know. I'm being pulled out of this van by two of the biggest, the biggest men I've ever been pulled pulled out of a van by, and they've thrown me up against the side of the van. This, I'm just like, you know, it's just down on metal, um, and they're like screaming at me um, and asking me why why I'm trying to steal their van, <clears throat> and I was still holding a sandwich at the time and I was also in a full suit and tie and I don't think that's a very good stealing attire it's quite inconspic it's quite incons quite conspicuous the opposite of not sly is a man in a van in a white van with a full suit with a full suit on in broad daylight I feel like that's quite people if someone saw that they would be like yeah I saw that guy um you don't really see that but anyway the woman uh the one with the pram, uh, 
uh, sort of started shouting at this point and so it was it was really nice of her to decide to uh, get involved at that point and not earlier when she was much closer to the moving van she was like no 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 he stopped the van was the van was moving by itself like he saved the day he was a hero and we should we should knight him and all this you know it was well i was in a daze so there was a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on and then uh with that they were like oh and they put me down they got in their van and they, they just drove off and that was it really that was the longest couple of minutes of my entire life other than um when i had a gun pointed at me and when i had a knife pointed at me but those aren't in the story i was just sort of stood there quite confused as to what had just happened and then all of a sudden this uh this lady appears at the top of the road and she's sort of running towards where i am she's she's running she's following the same path as the van as though it was like you know on mario kart where uh, you're following your faster time it was like that she was like stop stop those men um which i, I found strange uh, and it turned out for a very brief moment i was those two men's getaway driver they'd been stealing from the woman up the road and uh and i'd very much it very much helped them out um and that's so that's why i just think it would have been easier if, if i just uh you know bullet in the head well that's that's the end of episode one of season two i, I didn't expect to tell us tell a story um but there we are that's uh I, I think i had other stuff to say but i don't want to keep things i don't want to keep this uh any longer than it needs to be episode one done and dusted uh, I'm getting ready for Edinburgh. I've got a venue. I've got a good venue and I've got a good time. And the show is coming along nicely, as some of you um, will find out, hopefully, soon. Um, lots of previews, lots of stuff like that. Um, and yeah, let me know if you want a sticker. And uh, oh, it's good to be back. <laughs>